Hare Krishna. Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, chapter 26, uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto, Canto 4, chapter 26. King Puranjana goes to the forest to hunt and his queen becomes angry. Text number 1 to 3. All the, all the texts are there. Oh, one, one only. Okay. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. ಸಕ್ಷುರ್ವನ್ಮಿಲಿತೀಚೈತನ್ಯಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟಂಸ್ಥಾಪಿತೇನೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ಪಂಚವಿಕ್ರಮ ಹೇಮಾಸ್ಕರ 
ಆರುಹ್ಯ ಸ್ವರ್ಣವರ್ಣಾಕ್ಷಯಾಕಾದಶಮೂನಾಥ ಪಂಚಪ್ರಸ್ಥಂ ಆಗತತ್ವನ ನಾರದೋವಾಚ ಸಂಚಕ್ರಕಾಕ್ಷ ಕ್ರಿವೇಣು ಪಂಚಬಂಧುರ ನಾರದ ಉಚ ಸಂಚಕ್ರಕಾಕ್ಷ ತ್ರಿವೇಣು ಪಂಚಬಂಧುರ ನಾರದ ಉಚ ಸಂಚಕ್ರಕಾಕ್ಷಣು ಪಂಚಬಂಧುರ ನಾರದ ಉಚ ನಾರದ ಸೇಡ್ ಸಹ ಕಿಂಗ್ ಪುರಂಜನ ಏಕದಾ ಒನ್ಸ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ಅ ಟೈಮ್ ಮಹಾ ಈಶ್ವರ ಕ್ಯಾರಿ ಹಿ ಸ್ಟ್ರಾಂಗ್ ಬೋವ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಆರೋಸ್ ರಥಂ ಚಾರಿಯಟ್ ಪಂಚ ಅಶ್ವಂ ಫೈ ಹಾರ್ಸಸ್ ಆಸುಗಂ going very swiftly dvisham two arrows dvichakram two wheels eka one aksham axil three three venum flags pancha five banduram obstacles eka one rasmi rok rain eka one damanam chariot driver eka one nidham sitting place dvi two kubaram post to which the harness are fixed pancha five praharanam weapons sapta seven varutam coverings or ingredients of the body pancha five vikramam processes haima golden upaskaram ornaments aruhya riding on suvarna golden varma armors aksha inexhaustible 
ishudhi kruar ekadasa eleven samunata commanders pancha five prastam destinations objectives agat went vanam to the forest translation by shila propa shila propa ki the great sage narada continue my dear king once upon a time king puranjana took up his great bow and equipped with golden armor and a quiver of unlimited arrows and accompanied by 11 commanders he sat on his chariot driven by swift horses and went to the forest named panchaprastha he took with him that chariot two explosive arrows the chariot itself was situated on two wheels and one revolving axle on the chariots were three flags one rain one chariot driver one sitting place two poles to which the harness was fixed five weapons and seven coverings the chariot moved in five different styles and five obstacles lay before it all the decorations of the chariot were made of gold so it's a very detailed purport about two pages so please pay attention there will be a quiz also in the middle <laughs> so just so just check whether you are awake or not um so here so we this is starting of a new chapter um in the previous chapter we discussed how uh, the characteristics of king puranjana and how he was uh, kind of all the time uh, thinking about his wife and spending his time with the queen and all these activities were happening and now he is uh, uh, now is setting uh, aside and he is going to the forest and uh, we have to remember this whole thing narada muni is narrating this allegorical story to king prachini bhakisha so sometimes you know, like by the time these things are going we may think what is happening here so we have to just keep on reminding ourselves king prachini bhakisha was performing all this karmakandi activities animal sacrifices animal killing all these things he was performing narada muni wants to impress upon him that he is wasting his time he is wasting his time and there is no point in doing all these activities and then the king does not seem to understand very very in the first instance only he does not understand so now he is explaining now i am going to explain through a allegorical story so now this story continues and so we have to uh, understand what narada muni's intention if you keep uh, keep that in mind the whole thing will make every sense actually because otherwise it is very technical like this shloka is very technical talking about pancha sapta now all these different different things sometimes we get bewildered actually so what is this but if shila propad makes it very clear what is the purpose of all this description what are we supposed to do the whole thing so it is and we should not think that okay only king prachini barhishat he is poor guy he is having a problem no king is narada muni is not telling this story only to king prachini barhishat it is every living entity is the story is given because every living entity we are we are engaged in various activities various karmakandi activities or various pious and sinful activities and forgetting the destination so narada muni is reminding what is our real destination what is the position of atma so all these things is explaining here so if you can pay a bit attention because the two pages are there but uh, we can go through that but uh, so please pay some attention purport by shila propa shila propa ki jai 
these three verses explain how the material body of the living entity is under the control of three qualities of external energy so this is the main point uh, here it is said the three quality three qualities of the external energy the body itself is the chariot and the living entity is the owner of the body as explained in bhagavad gita 2.13 dehi nosmin yata dehi the owner of the body is called dehi and he is situated within this body specifically within the heart the living entity is driven by one chariot driver the chariot itself is made of three gunas three qualities of material nature as confirmed in bhagavad gita 18.61 yantra rudhani mayaya the word yantra means carriage the body is given by material nature and the driver of the body is paramatma the super soul the living entity is seated within the chariot this is the actual position so now so this uh, the, here is the analogy of the chariot is given so here it's explained the living entity the atma is the passenger the living entity atma is the passenger the atma has to reach a particular destination and the chariot chariot itself is body the body is given is a chariot and the body is made up of three modes of material nature what are three modes of material nature hari krishna what are three modes of material nature goodness passion and ignorance goodness passion and ignorance okay so if you can i think you can help us actually if you can because this is a very technical subject you are all pandits here so you can help here so there are three modes of material nature are there and the body is made up of and who is the person sitting in the chariot um, atma that is us that is us and what is the chariot chariot is the body very good i thought you were writing something and you are remembering everything huh? yeah so there is a body body is the chariot and the chariot is made up of three gunas that's it so that's what the whole the, the first passage it says the body is made up of three gunas and then we are the passenger sitting is in the body we are atma and the, who is the driver who is the driver intelligence is the driver atma paramatma is I, actually you are right in another place shila prabhupada mentioned intelligence is the driver i have that shloka but here shila prabhupada refers paramatma the super soul is a driver so sometimes you know, like very intelligence is also like a, it's there but paramatma is the real driver who gives the intelligence so the body is given by material nature and the driver of the body is paramatma the super soul the living entity is seated within the chariot this is the actual position okay so now half 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 well is clear now so the living entity is always being influenced by three qualities sattva goodness rajas passion and tamas ignorance this is also confirmed in bhagavad gita 7.13 tribir gunamayir bhavai the living entity is bewildered by the three qualities of material nature these three qualities are described in this verse as three flags by a flag one can come to know who the owner of the chariot is similarly by the influence of the three qualities of material nature one can easily know the directions in which the chariot is moving in other words one who has eyes to see can understand how the body is being driven influenced by the particular type of quality of material nature in these three verses the activity of the living entity is described to prove how the body becomes influenced by the quality of ignorance even a person wants to be religious narada muni wanted to prove to king prachini barhishat 
that the king was being influenced by tamoguna the quality of ignorance even though the king was supposed to be very religious so this is the second paragraph so here normally when you see australian flag what do you understand it's australian when you see indian flag indian the same way that's what is explained here if you see a particular person the activities so then you can say this person is in the mode of ignorance the person is in the mode of passion the person is in the mode of goodness so you can find out huh? what will be the person of the goodness what he will do he will be calm and peaceful peaceful yeah the person in the mode of ignorance uh, he will play lots of games games yeah. okay and he will be he will be sleeping most of the time huh? the passion what the passion person will do hari krishna here you also can contribute passion if somebody is passionate what will do what will they do yeah you are working 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 earning money earning money earning money that's it that is passion so by this activities you can find out whether the person is in the mode of passion most person is in the mode of ignorance or the person is in the mode of goodness so here nar shila propal summarizes narada muni wanted to prove to king prachini barhishar that the king was being influenced by tamoguna the quality of ignorance even though the king was supposed to be very religious so why narada muni says that Oh, yeah. After all, he was doing the right thing. He was performing whatever in the Vedas are said. He is performing the sacrifices. What is wrong in that? What is wrong? Why Narada Muni is saying he is a tamoguna? So if somebody follows Vedas, they are in tamoguna. Why? Why Narada Muni says that? You should know that, huh? because what King Prachiri Barishadha doing? He was doing lot of. animal sacrifices animal killing he was doing even though the vedas are prescribing some methods of animal sacrifice but they are not for the people who are having in the mode of goodness even though this vedas are there actually vedas are have all the three things are there everything is there in the vedas that is why in the bhagavad gita krishna says traigunya vishaya veda nishtraigunya bhava arjuna the vedas are always talking about the three guna only and you have to rise above the three gunas so that's the instruction given to arjuna in the very beginning only not in the end of bhagavad gita in the beginning only arjuna says till at krishna says to arjuna traigunya vishaya veda nishtraigunya bhava arjuna see don't don't dull in this traiguna you just rise above the three gunas that is the instruction it's very very uh, elevated instruction so even though king prachini barhishat was doing sacrifices in the name of like vedas are giving sacrifices the animal killing he was performing and this was extensive animal killing not just one or two here and there it was extensive animal killing the same way when lord buddha appeared the same thing was happening. Buddha's appearance was for what? Ahimsa. He thought all these living entities are suffering. He said, "Man, like, forget about the Vedas." So he, Buddha, he was a very empowered personality. He is a Sakti Aveshavata. So he can do anything. So he said, "Forget about the Vedas." So no, he said, "Don't do animal killing." So then everybody, oh, animal killing is mentioned in the Vedas. We are following that. Then Buddha said, "Forget about the Vedas." He can do that. Okay, Lord, he can do anything. So the same way Narada Muni is impressing upon uh, King Prachini Barhisha that King Prachini Barhisha was being influenced by Tamoguna because he was doing so many excessive animal killing in the name of sacrifices prescribed in the Vedas. He is creating lot of karma. the quality of ignorance even though the king was supposed to be very religious so then next paragraph according to karma kandiya so shri prabhupada puts everything very 
See, Prabhupada spent so much time in writing these purports actually. It's like a detailed purport. It's like a, this sloka, purport goes for two pages. Now, how much time Srila Prabhupada would have taken? And because we are reading purport only, we are finding it difficult. And Prabhupada has to dictate the purport and do all. It's very, so at least for that say, we should read this. At least because Prabhupada has taken so much trouble. Why? Just to give this knowledge so that you know, we can understand what is the purpose of life and then go back home in this life only. Why to hang around here? And what is there to hang around here? Just a little bit of checking out here, checking out there. We have been doing the problem. We come to this material world and then we are keep on checking out. And then I don't know when we are going to check out actually. Check out of this place. We are not going to check out. We keep on checking in, checking in only. They are not checking out. So at least here these things are giving us some impetus for us. To, we have to get out of this place. So that, that is what he is explaining here. So here, according to Dharma Gandhiya, the process of fruitive activities, a person performs various sacrifices directed by the Vedas. In all those sacrifices, animal killing or experimenting on the life of animal to test the power of the Vedic mantra is enjoying. See, that's what it mentioned. Whatever he said. So it is, the Vedic mantras are there like that. But not all the Vedic mantras are recommending animal killing. One certain mantras are like that. So depending on somebody is in the mode of passion, mode of ignorance, they will be captivated by the mantra. Ah, I will take that mantra because if I perform this, I will get this benefit. Animal killing is certainly conducted <coughs> under the influence of mode of ignorance. Even though one may be religiously inclined, animal sacrifice is recommended in the Sastra, not only in the Vedas, but even in the modern scriptures of other sects. These animal sacrifices are recommended in the name of religion, but actually animal sacrifice is meant for persons in the mode of ignorance. When such people kill animals, they can at least do so in the name of religion. However, when the religious system is transcendental like the Vaishnava religion, there is no place for animal sacrifice. Such a transcendental religious system is recommended by Krishna in Bhagavad Gita 18.66. Sarva dharman paritajya maam ekam sharanam raja aham tom sarva papebhyo moksha isyami masucha. Abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. I shall deliver you from all sinful reaction. Do not fear. Because King Prachit Barhishat was engaged in performing various sacrifices in which animals were killed, Narodamani pointed out that such sacrifices are influenced by the mode of ignorance. From the very beginning of Srimad Bhagavatam it is said, Projita Kaitava Atra. All kinds of religious systems are involved in cheating or completely kicked out of Srimad Bhagavatam. In the Bhagavad Dharma, the religious dealing with one's relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, animal sacrifices is not recommended. In the performance of Sankirtana Yajna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. There is no recommendation for animal sacrifices. So this is the... Even though the Vedas have given lot of prescription for animal sacrifice in the name of Karmakandi, a section, but it is not recommended that everybody takes to that process. That is why Krishna says, Traigunya Vishaya Veda, Nish Traigunya Bhava, you have to rise above the three Vedas. Or then once you rise above that, then you will end up in doing this transcendental sacrifice. This is Yangai Sankirtana Praye Yajantihi Sumedasa. 
it gave sankirtan prayer that is also yagya there is also sacrifice much more powerful sacrifice no animal killing no karma kandiya no gnana kandiya all these things are not there so that is why this type of sacrifice is recommended so naradamuni is hinting at that point you are wasting time in performing all this big big sacrifices in the animal killing is not going to get you anywhere you have to go repeatedly go take birth again and again and the animals are waiting there to catch you they want to inflict pain upon you so that is why intelligent person ema ejante hi sumedasa sumedasa means meda means intelligent sumedasa means the person who has a good intelligence what he will do yagyai sankirtana praye ejante hi sumedasa so the person he will take to the the easiest process of sacrifice not the difficult one he won't go to the difficult way of sacrifice because that is not needed this is like a kalayadoshani de rajan estihi ekam mahan guna kirtana deva krishna se this one small process is there simple process is there sublime process is there why we have to go through all the troubles and doing all these big big sacrifices you may get caught up somewhere some karma some reaction take birth again again and again so these things are not needed so that is why narada muni suggesting that in these three verses king puranjana is going to the forest to kill animal is a symbolic of the living entity driven by the mode of ignorance and thus engaging in different activities for sense gratification so going to forest means what yeah just just now we read that means what propa says here is a symbolic of the living entities being driven by the mode of ignorance and thus engaging in different activities of sense gratification going to the forest hunting hunting this is a this is what mentioned here the material body itself indicates that the living entity is already influenced by three modes of material nature and that he is driven to enjoy material resources the body itself is a disease actually sometimes the people think you know like a, i have a disease already a disease is there the body itself is a disease it is why the body is a disease because it has to become old it has to grow and it has to die one day so that itself is a disease and over and above that we are adding these three modes of material nature goodness passion ignorance so when the body is influenced by the mode of ignorance its interaction is infection becomes very acute when it is influenced by the mode of passion the infection is at the symptomatic stage however when the body is influenced by the mode of goodness the materialistic infection becomes purified the ritualistic ceremonies recommended in religious systems are certainly on the platform of goodness but because within this material world even the mode of goodness is sometimes polluted by other qualities namely passion and ignorance a man in goodness is sometimes driven by the influence of ignorance so shila propad elsewhere gives example if somebody is in a uh, third class person third you know third class person jail you know jail third class jail so what the person should be thinking i should there is a third class jail second class jail first class jail third class jail means no window nothing you will be there only and the food will be put inside and then you have to eat and sleep only second class jail you will have a bed or something you will have a little bit of water one window will be there and first class jail means everything will be comfortable air condition will be there newspaper will be there so what should be the person sitting in the third class jail what he should do he should come to first class jail 
Yeah, that's what materialistic people think. Oh, I am in the first class, third class person. I want to come out. Oh, there's a big suffering. Let me go to second class. At least there is a window there, there is water there, everything is there. So second class fellow, he thinks, oh, I am suffering. I will go to the first class. There is a newspaper there, television there. So the fellow does not think, why should I stay in the prison? I should get out of this prison. The same thing Prabhupada explains here. Because the problem is three modes of material nature. One is a golden chain, one is the silver chain, one is the iron chain. You are chained already. You are chained by the three modes. And why you want to be chained? You want to be get out of this chain. That is what it suggested here. So what Srila Prabhupada says here, even though the Vedas are recommending the different sacrifices, different things, and it will elevate you to a certain position. Urdham Gachanti Satvasta. If you perform all the goodness activities, you will be elevated to the higher planetary systems. Madhya Tishtanti Rajasa. If you are performing activities in the Rajasic platform, you will be situated in the earthly platform. And if you perform all the abominable or sinful activities, you will go to the Adogachanti Tamasa. So you will go to the lower class. So intelligent person is not interested in any of this. Why? Yes, that's it. You got the point. You got all the purports actually. Very clear actually. You have everything very clear in your mind. Yeah, because he wants to go back to Krishna. He is not interested in Urdham, Madhya, Nature. No, he is not interested in that. Because he wants to go back home, back to Godhead. His destination is Paramgatva Nivartate. He wants to go to Krishna. And so he is not interested in doing this animal sacrifice, this Karma Kandiya, this Jnana Kandiya. He is not interested in any of this. If you are interested in this, then, then you have to again come back. That is why Shastra says, don't be interested in doing punya activities also. Don't be interested in doing pava activities also. There is a pious activity, sinful activity. Both are useless. Why they are useless? If you perform pious activities, again for enjoying the results of the pious activity, you have to take birth in the material world. If you are performing sinful activities to enjoy or suffer for the sinful activity, for that also you have to take birth again in the material So that means a defeat actually. Whether you pious or sinful, still you take birth in the material world. But the activities which are performed for the satisfaction of Lord Krishna, Egyata, Karmanon, Enyatra, Lokoyam, Karma Bandana. So if you perform activities for the pleasure of Krishna, that activity is neither pious nor sinful, it does not have any material reaction that will take us out of this material world. So that is why Naradamani is giving a point. Now don't be interested in these activities. Don't perform Karma Kandiya. This activity is not you perform activities in pure devotional service so that you can finish this business of coming back and forth, back and forth, go back to the spiritual world. So that is what he is saying. So, it, next pa, pa, paragraph. It is hearing described that King Puranjana once went to the forest to kill animals. This means that he, the living entity, came under the influence of mode of ignorance. The forest in which King Puranjana engaged in the hunting was named Panchaprastha. Hmm? Like Indra Prastha, Vana Prastha, so Pancha Prastha. The word Pancha means five, and this indicates the objects of five senses. Five senses are. What are the five senses? Five I, senses. I use nose, mouth, ears, and hands. Yeah. So here, Sri Prabhupada says here the hands, the legs, the tongue, the rectum, and the genitals. So these are five senses, working senses. This is like a Karma Indriya, Jnana Indriya. Like five working senses are mentioned here. 
By taking full advantage of these working senses, the body enjoys material life. You need senses. Huh? Then otherwise, how are you going to enjoy the sense objects? Huh? The senses are there, the objects are there, the sense objects are there. So, if you have to enjoy the senses, the sense objects, you have to use the senses, exercise them. So, the chariot is driven by five horses, which represent the five sense organs, namely the eyes, ears, nose, skin and tongue. These sense organs are very easily attracted by the sense objects. Consequently, the horses are described as moving swiftly. On the chariot, King Puranjana kept two explosive weapons which may be compared to Ahankar. These two weapons are there and Srila Prabhupada explains. This false ego is typified by two attitudes. I am this body and everything in my bodily relationship belongs to me. This is Ahatta Ahanta. And everything in my bodily relationship belongs to me. Mamata, Ahanta and Mamata. So this is the two weapons. The two wheels of the chariot may be compared to two moving facilities. Namely, sinful life and religious life. The chariot is decorated with three flags. Which represents three modes of material nature. The five kinds of obstacles or <coughs> uneven roads. Represent the five kinds of air passing within the body. These are Prana, Apana, Udhana, Samana and Vyana. The body itself is covered by seven coverings, namely skin, muscle, fat, blood, marrow, bone and semen. The living entity is covered by three subtle material elements, five gross material elements. These are actually obstacles placed before the living entity on the path of liberation from material bondage. Very technical. This is a big technical. But Krishna says in the seventh chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Bhumir Apo Nalo Vayur Kam Mano Buddhi Revacha Ahankara Iti Yame Binna Prakati Ashtata. That's what mentioned here. The five plus three. Bhumir Apo Nalo Vayur. Yet, water, fire, air, ether. These five things are there. This is gross elements. And Manas Buddhi Ahankara. Mind, intelligence, and false ego. This is there. And above this is, what is above this? Manas, Buddhi, Ahankar. There is one thing which we have forgot. What is there? One thing before, above all these things. So, Atma, that is us. Indriyani Paramyahu, Indriyabhya Paramanaha, Manasastu Parabuddhi, Yobuddhi Parasastu Saha. Because this is Indriyas, senses are there, and sense objects are there, and then mind is there, intelligence is there, and above intelligence is Atma, and above Atma, Paramatma is there. So within the body so many things are there. We are thinking just body, with within the body, the body has to move, so many things are there. So see that's why it's mentioned here. So where Srila Prabhupada says here, the word Rasmi, rope in this verse indicate the mind. The word Nida is also significant for Nida indicates the nest where the bird takes rest. In this case Nida is the heart where the living entity is situated. The living entity sits in one place only. The cause of this bondage are two, the namely lamentation and illusion. In material existence, the living entity simply hankers to get something he can never get. Therefore, he is in illusion. As a result of being in this illusory situation, the living entity is always lamenting. The lamentation and illusion are described here as Vikubhara, the two posts of bondage. This lamentation is mentioned, Icha Dvesha, Icha and Dvesha. Desire and hatred. Icha dvesha. Icha dvesha samudrena dvanta mohena bharata. Because when the living entity comes to this material world, it comes with this formula. Icha dvesha. I like it, I hate it. I like it, I hate it. So, and then because of that, what happens? The, here there is a lamentation. This is like a 
lamentation and illusion, moha. This is like a moha. So, and Srila Prabhupada mentioned here that the hankers, the cause of this bondage are two, namely lamentation and illusion. What is lamentation? What is lamentation? Thinking about lament, lamenting something. Lamenting means worry. Oh, what this? For example, I will give an example. I don't have a car. I don't have a car. There is one lamentation. I don't have a car. So, so one that is one kind of distress. I don't have a car. So once you have a car, okay, now you have a car. There is a little bit of happiness there. But next there is immediately one problem starts. Oh, somebody should not touch it. Somebody should not steal this. Somebody should not. So this is like a one. You don't have a car. You have one problem. You don't have a car. You have one problem. When you have a car, another problem. Problem is still there. Okay, that's problem. And then somebody steals the car. Then oh, I had the car. I didn't have the car. One problem. I now I have. Uh, had the, having the car, one problem, lost the car, another problem. So, it's like a hankering and this is like, a, that's why Brahma Pusa Prasannatma na Sochati na Kankshati. Sochati Kankshati. Sochati Kankshati. Because this is like a lamentation and this is like a illusion. Illusion and lamentation will continue. Hmm? As long as we are in the material world, that is why it's uh, Bhagavad Gita, Krishna recommends, we come to the next stage. Brahma Bhuta Prasannatma na Sochati na Kankshati. He does not lament and he did not hanker. Oh, I want this, I want this, I want this. Or something goes away, he keeps on lamenting. Oh, gone, gone, gone. Not like that. So, the living entity carries out various desires through five different processes which indicate the working of the five working senses. The golden ornaments on the dress indicate the living entity is influenced by the quality of rajoguna, passion. One who has a good deal of money or riches is especially driven by the mode of passion. Being influenced by the mode of passion, one desires so many things for enjoyment in this material world. The eleven commanders represent the ten senses and the mind. The mind is always making plans with ten commanders to enjoy the material world. The forest named Panchaprastha, where the king went to hunt, is the forest of the five sense objects, form, taste, sound, smell and touch. This is thus, in the three verses, Nargumani describes the position of the material body and the engagement of the living entity with it. Finally, we finished reading the purport. <laughs> so, and while reading also, this is what we have to understand. Because what Nargumani is trying to say here, this is what I said in the beginning, we are going to ask questions. What Nargumani is the whole, what is the, what is the theme of this verse? What is the whole purpose of this verse? What Naradamani is trying to say? Hare Krishna, you can also open it for mouth actually. If you want. Hey, what is the theme? Any idea? What Prabhupada says here? Hmm? Understand this? Can you tell in one word or one sentence? You are all pundits actually. You have so much knowledge. Yes, you can start. You summarize the whole thing in one sentence. Can you? What Naradamani, why Naradamani is saying all this thing to King Prachini Parvisha? He is telling the story like yes. he is just telling to tell him that that like he should stop this animal killing. Yes, animal killing, and, and then what is the next? Okay, stopping animal killing is one thing. Next, what he should do? Start bhakti. Yes, eventually he is going to say that. So he is going to say, you are engaging your activities in animal killing, all the karma kandi activities. It's not going to get you anywhere. Just to engage in pure devotional service. That is the instruction he is going to give. Okay. So now, so this is what it's a 
Krishna King Prachiri Barishas problem actually. It is a universal problem. We all have the same problem. We also perform so many activities, we have so many things, so many responsibilities we have put on our head actually, thinking that I have to perform this, I have to perform this. Like that's why Narada Muni is a great teacher, great preacher. So when Valmiki Dasuratnakar, when he had this uh, same problem, he said, You go and find out. You are and uh, he gave an argument also. He argued with Narada Muni, what can I do? Because I have to maintain my family. I have to maintain all these things. Then Narada Muni asked, you are performing all these sinful activities. This your family is going to take responsibility of any of these things? You go and find out. They said, no. Nobody wants to take responsibility. The individual, we have to take, as individually, we have to take responsibility. We come alone and we go alone. That's it. Because we come to this material world alone and we go alone only. Nobody, we can't blame my wife was like that, my husband was like that, my children were like that, my father. No, we have to. Yes, father will have responsibility, mother will have responsibility. As an individual, we have to exercise our responsibility also. You can't just blame them, oh, it was like that, the weather was like that, that is what. No, not like that. So we have to, the individually we are responsible. That is why it is mentioned here, we have to perform these activities. The sinful activities you perform, then you get reaction. Reaction for that, reaction for that. Keep on getting and then take birth again into the material world. Hmm? So that's why Narada Muni is giving very kind actually. He is telling that now you give up this activity. The same instruction was given to Dasuratnakar, the same instruction was given to Murgari the hunter. Narada Muni is so powerful actually. You see the people, type of people he converted to devotion, like Valmiki, Dasuratnakar, Dhruva Maharaj, Prahlad Maharaj, great, great personalities. Now you what all these Mahajans who they are mentioned in the Sastra, they are all the are disciples of Narada Muni. How great personality. So that is why we are, we are coming in a parampara which is very, very, very powerful. Very powerful. Huh? Prabhupada has given so much uh, knowledge. So we have to take it very seriously. This knowledge has to be taken seriously. Because this is a serious business. We are not just interested in performing some ritual and then going to the heavenly planet, Swarga Loka and enjoy for some time. No, we are not interested in that. We are not interested in that. We are, we are, we are interested in this, this life only. We want to finish the business. That is, that, because that is why the number of people are also not like it. It's not like if some, something is like some of the, I saw there was one uh, organization, uh, 6,000 people came for one conference. You know, like 6,000 people coming for a conference. But our temple, 500, 600 people. Because, because reason is, here the subject matter which we are discussing is, is very, very transcendental subject. Not because we are here, because the subject matter itself is not like a, it's not like nothing related with the body, nothing related with the sense gratification. So that is why the people also will be less. The example is given when you go to the like a golden shop, gold shop. Nowadays gold shop also a lot of rush there actually. <laughs> Previously we used to give example, gold shop only limited people. But now gold shop only a lot of people are there. But again compared to fish market and gold shop, less number of people. So that is why, you know, like here the subject matter which we are discussing, sometimes we may think it's very difficult, but initially it may seem difficult, but the gain what we are going to get is tremendous. 
But what is a sinful life? Again and again, this is like you are going to become more and more entangled. But when we perform, initially these austerities may become a little bit difficult, getting up in the morning and chanting the rounds and following these rules and regulations. It may seem a little bit very uh, difficult, but it is not difficult. It is just like a, some kind of regime you follow and then the end result is like the Bhagavad Gita says, in the beginning it may seem like a, a, a poison and the end it is nectar. But materialistic activities are like a beginning it may seem like a nectar, end it is poison. So better, like a better, take a bitter medicine, take a bitter medicine. It may be bitter in the beginning, but it is going to cure your problem. So that is what we are trying. This process is the Nivriti Mark. This Mark, what we are following, Bhagavat Mark, is like a, in the, initially it may seem, because we are accustomed to this material world, accustomed to sense gratification for youngs. So that is why if somebody says no sense gratification, we immediately get the word, oh, no sense gratification. Yeah, but the sense gratification is also there. First we offer that to Krishna and then Krishna's senses are gratified, then our senses also become gratified. So that's it. The formula is easy. Sense gratification, we are not asking anyone to stop, but before our sense gratification, we Indriya Preeti, Krishna Indriya Preeti. We do Krishna Indriya Preeti first, then Atma Indriya Preeti automatically comes out. So we are not trying hard to do Atma Indriya Preeti because Atma Indriya Preeti is called Kama, Krishna Indriya Preeti is called Prema. Simple. Indriya Preeti, you don't have to give up Indriya Preeti. Yeah? It's not, we are not like a philosophers, we completely negate everything. No, we have also Indriya Preeti, yes, but our Indriya Preeti starts with Krishna. When we start pleasing Krishna, yes means Santushte, Jagat Santushte. When Krishna is pleased, automatically we also please. We are part and parcel of Krishna, so when Krishna is satisfied, we also get the satisfaction. So that way, so these instructions are very powerful for us. So we can lead our life also, lead our life in this way, not, that's why when Rupa Goswami gives the definition of bhakti, anya abhilashita sunyam. Anya abhilashita, no karma, no jnana, no this one, no that one, means only this, our age, at least in this one lifetime, let us see, try to please Krishna and then see how Krishna orchestrates in our life. Krishna orchestrates in our life. He gives so much uh, bhakti, so much knowledge, so much understanding, so that we don't have to come again to this material. Stop here. Any questions? Do you have any questions? I have asked so many questions. You can ask me if you want. No? no? Yeah, you have a question. Yes? Yeah, this Puranjana. That's what you call allegorical. Ali, what do you mean allegorical? Allegorical story. Because Narada Muni want to impress upon him something. Yes, you want to say something? Yeah. Why was um, before you um, killing animals? Sorry? Why was he killing animals? And why was he putting? Why was he killing? Killing animals. So after all this you are asking this question. Why he was killing animals? Mm-hmm. Because animal killing was recommended in the Vedas. You have to perform some sacrifice. Because in the Vedas there are prescription. You perform one sacrifice, you go to the heavenly planet. You will live there thousand years. You will enjoy life like that. Eh? You perform another sacrifice, you will go to the another planet and you will enjoy life. Indra Loka, you will go and you will enjoy life. So, people, somebody says, that, then they know, oh yeah, I will perform that sacrifice. I will go to the enjoy life. Eh? So, he performed the sacrifices thinking that I will do the sacrifice and I will enjoy my life there. But what he didn't understand is, he has to come back again to this material world. 
That's what Krishna says because he didn't understand that even though I may live in the Indraloka, Chandraloka for some time, then when the credit is finished, then I have to come again back to the material world. So he has to come back to the material world. Huh? So he didn't understand that. That's why Naradamani is giving this. Was he following exactly according to the Vedas or he just saw animal killing and just started? Uh, Vedas, see Vedas have everything. That is also we discussed. Vedas have everything. You want this Shastra, that Shastra, everything is in the Veda. Karma Kandiya is in the Veda, Jnana Kandiya is in the Veda, Upasana Kandiya is in the Veda. Pure Bhakti is also in the Vedas. But what you take, that is important. Huh? It's like a Veda is like a Kalpa Vriksha. The Kalpa Vriksha you go and you think that I should have a nice bed, a nice bed will be there. I should have a nice food, nice food will be there. And in the within way, with the bed, then you think that under the Kalpa Vriksha, now a tiger may come, tiger may come, and tiger may eat, tiger will eat you also. So what we do under the Vedas, since Vedas are there, but under Vedas so many prescriptions are there, what we follow. So that is why we need the authority, we need the Guru. So the Guru is like, you go to the medical shop, now, give me one medicine, I have a problem, give me one medicine. What medicine he will give? Um, the medicine that you need. Yeah, but how will you know? The doctor... The, what the doctor says. Ah, so the doctor is That's why the living entity goes to the guru. Hmm? Guru sees the disease. What is the disease? Huh? Oh, you have this disease. Okay, you have to get that, 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 that prescription he gives. So, you go. so same way, even though the Vedas is like a big medical shop, hmm? so many medicines are there, but we don't know what medicine to give. Huh? The, the, the pharmacist also will not know. But the doctor knows what is your body, your situation, what disease you have. So accordingly he will give a medicine. Okay, this you take. The same way, the guru is the one who prescript, prescribes a method for us. So the method is this chanting Hare Krishna, taking Krishna Prasada. So this is the prescription for not only for us, all of us in the material world, especially in the Kali Yuga, taking this process, that is the prescription. That is why Naradamani is trying to bring Prachini Barhishat, King Prachini Barhishat. So, you to answer your question, Hare Krishna. This is an allegorical story. Allegorical story means it is not a real one, it is an allegory. It is given example. Some example is given to drive a point. To drive a point, Naradamani is giving an example. And finally, he is going to say to Puranjana, you are the Prachini Barhishat, you are the Puranjana. He is going to say that in the end. So, that means, you know, like a same Prachini Barhishat story only, you just change the name to Puranjana to Prachini Barhishat to Puranjana. So, that's it. Anything else? Yes, Mataji? So just in the purport, I will read one line. Um, Out of the whole purport, you are reading one line. <laughs> That's good. I think you have a lot of courage actually. I thought reading whole purport itself is a big, big yes, Mataji. In these three verses, the activity of the living entity is described to prove how the body comes under the influence of quality of ignorance, yeah. even when a person wants to be religious. Yes. So this is what makes the husband now to try to kill that. Yes. Yeah, correct. Because, so the thing is, you want to be religious. See, everybody, even the person who, who killed, it's one uh, famous singer was there, no? like I was killed, John Lennon. Okay. So why did you kill? God asked me to do. <laughs> For everything, there is a, he is saying, it is God has inspired me. No? Every, even the person who is killing the animals also saying, I am doing because of the, the, the you will quote the Vedas. No? Like uh, they quoted to Buddha, no? like uh, why you are killing animals? The Vedas are sanctioning that, that's why I am killing. 
But Vedas are saying something else also. Why can't you do that actually? Vedas are saying perform pure devotional service. That they won't do. Because that is why when you are impelled or when you are forced to buy the, the Rajoguna and Tamoguna, when you Rajoguna and Tamoguna, when you approach the Vedas, then that means these things will be visible to you. All the animal sacrifice and all this, uh, this thing, those things will be visible. No? But when you are in the reasonable mode of, that is why the people in the mode of goodness and they, they, they start worshipping, no? they won't go to this type of worship. So that is why it is very, very uh, essential that we at least come to the minimum, minimum come to the stage of uh, goodness, passion. Passion and ignorance is going to be drag us to the material world. But at least we come to the stage of goodness, then there is a little bit of sanity, little bit of sanity. But not that we don't want to remain in goodness for eternity, but <coughs> little bit of sanity will be established. That's why it is very essential. This uh, the, the, we read the scriptures, we read Shrimad Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, which enhances our, sharpens our intelligence, sharpens our intelligence, and puts us in the mode of goodness. Because otherwise, actually, Suddha Sattva is only going to help us. Not the even mode of goodness is a, a first-class person or the golden golden handcuff, golden handcuff. No? Golden handcuff is also useless actually. The same way, but thing is bit better than the other situation. So you have a little bit of freedom, and then you can think. Oh, so the, that is why he says, "Bahunam Janmanam Ante Jnanavan Mam Prapadyate Vasudeva Sarvamiti Samahatma Sudur." After so many births and deaths, the only intelligent person. Oh, yes, why, am I, why am I doing all these things? Why am I going to Indraloka and coming back? Going to Chandraloka and coming with it? No, I, I want to go to a place from where I don't want to come. Then, then that, then that intelligence. Yeah. That is not the process. The, then the process is engage in pure devotion. So that the process, what Sri Prabhupada explains is, when we are impelled by modes of passion and ignorance, even though you want to be religious, even though you want to be religious, only these things make sense to you. Okay, that animal killing, animal sacrifice, those. Because there are again, you, we can instant self gratification. See, somebody says, you know, like you put this, and then, uh, uh, like for example, you put coconut. Coconut you plant, after 20 years the plant, the, the coconut will come. So you put a little bit of sesame seed, next to morning only that uh, the plant will start. People are interested in instant sense gratification. Instant, everything instant. But we, what the devotional line is like, you put the effort, like a coconut planting, it will, you slowly do, atosraddha, sadhu sangha, bhajana kriya. It may seem like a lengthy process, but end prayojana is like Krishna frame. You are going to get that. But the other processes, it will get, get you up to Chandraloka, Indraloka. Then, then after that, everything is, credit is finished, then you have to come back again. But in our case, when you perform pure devotional service, you go back to Vaikuntha, go back to Golok, Vrindavan, Gatvana Nivartante, Tadhama Marvama. You don't have to come back again. So that is why it may be a little bit difficult process in the beginning, like a bitter, bitter medicine, but the end result is the beautiful one. So that is why... Uh, somehow or other we have to cultivate the mode of goodness and then transcend that also. Not that we stay in the mode of goodness for ever and then we have to go above the mode of goodness also. Hare Krishna. Mataji? Uh, I think I understand something. The killing of the animals, the animals that signify the sense objects and killing, means exploiting. Uh, I don't know what, because it said he's affected by mode of ignorance. That means easy gratification because can be illicit and easy. And when we kill animals, we can hurt other human beings because we exploit them for the control. 
ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಟು ದಾರೆಸ್ಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ಎಂಜಾಯಿಂಗ್ but the killing animals is okay but here the person going to the forest and engaging in the killing that is a sense gratification that's correct yeah, yeah. anything else thank you very much big purport thank you thank you for all your support cooperation thank you shri prabhupada ki yeah. grantara shrimad bhagavatam ki yeah.